Hi, this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart episode by episode The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast. There's always spoilers. We're always talking about how things relate to future episodes. Definitely. This week, there will probably be some. We're talking about season two, episode nine, Katarina. You know, if the title of the episode is just a name, it's going to slap. We yeah. just did Rose. This one's Katarina. And then Klaus is later oh, on. Yeah. All those episodes hit. Yes. So this is a good one. Yeah, they're in their Beyonce era. Just yeah, the, just, <laughs> just the name. first name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. And so this one, of course, is all about not only Catherine Pierce, but yeah. Katerina Petrova. It is all about the her Bulgarian only. human days. Yeah. And that's right where we start off, just to launch straight into it, yep. is Bulgaria 1490. Um, I love that they adopted uh Catherine's background yeah. into being Bulgarian because of course Nina is Bulgarian. Yeah. And speaks Bulgarian. And speaks Bulgarian. Yeah. Um whereas Wild. in the books, which they don't follow the books that closely anyway. Yeah. But in the books Catherine was German. Her name was like Catherine von Schwarzschild or something. Like, oh my god. Yeah, she's like super German. <laughs> so it's funny that they like changed it and it's like perfect sense because yeah. they totally utilize, you know, Nina's skills. And it totally reads in this because in this scene yeah. Catherine is still human, of course, and she is giving birth to a baby, and her mother is coaching her. She's trying to help her through it. Her father is just, mm-hmm. like, standing in the doorway looking, all, like, really disapproving, watching, yep. and, you know, her mother announces it's a baby girl, and her father takes that, like, baby away and saying that Catherine has disgraced the family yep. And he leaves before she can hold the baby. And she's yelling, like, please let me hold the baby. Like, please. And they leave. And she's left sobbing, like, with her mother. And, again, this is where it's, like, you know, Nina's so immersed. She speaks that language already. So, like, oh, my God, the emotions are so good. And if she didn't already speak it, I don't know if she could have done this to this degree. Yeah, no, I don't think so. This opening scene is just so powerful. It's It's so powerful. Good job done, yeah. It's always kind of like, you know, the the villain origin story is always a little, like, um... Ah, uh, you know, like they do bad things. Can we really write them off for the bad things they do? This one's kind of like, I mean, Maybe. I don't know, but like it gives you a lot of sympathy to Catherine. Oh, for sure. This whole yeah. episode, but I think this scene especially, seeing her give birth to a baby that's immediately taken from her is very yeah, without even getting to hold it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um. So anyway, yeah. so we go from that like really emotional wreck of a of an intro. Yeah. Into the Salvatore house, of course, where Damon answers the door to a very Catherine-looking Elena. Did yeah. you think that too? I was like. Catherine. Yeah, it was. It, she looks a little bit different. It's just like this. It's like a zip up thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was a little bit. It was. It felt like uh, Catherine trying to look like Elena, and then it was also the pose. The way she was just kind of standing yeah. there at the door, staring at him, like looked like she didn't want to be there. It was like that's a very Catherine look. Of yeah, her. but I think it really is. Uh, Elena's feeling sassy. She's she over is. it. She definitely is. She got kidnapped last episode. Yeah. I'd also be like that's cranky. <laughs> yeah, like, nobody talks to me. Yeah, she's justified. She she's is justified. justified. So, you know, she says that Stefan called her, and that's why she's there. Yep. So she comes in and finds that Rose is still there, which obviously she yeah, doesn't she's look too happy about. very surprised by. Yeah. yeah. Kidnapped her less than 24 hours ago. Yeah. Um, cut but, to yeah. all of them kind of going in over all this info. Rose is sharing all of this mm-hmm. stuff that she knows about the originals. Yeah, and she's saying, you know, she doesn't know, like, if it's... 100% true. The only thing she knows for sure mm-hmm. is that Klaus is real. Like, yes. Klaus, who was, you know, name dropped in the last episode. Yeah. He's an original and he's real. Yeah. I, I really love the sequence because, you know, they're sharing these things and again saying they don't know what's real. Mm-hmm. And I think it really works because the things they sa- are saying are sort of wrong. The things that yeah. they're, they're kind of like explaining, like Rose says Elijah is the Easter yeah. bunny compared to Klaus. And yeah. Like, yeah, right. And she also says in this that he's just a foot soldier. Yeah, he's which just a foot soldier. We, I sort of alluded to this that I had more to say. 
in the last episode. But, like, it just goes to show, I feel like, how little they know. But also that they didn't know what they were going to do with Elijah's character. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like him being Klaus's brother inherently, you wouldn't call him just a foot, sh- foot soldier. Yeah. I don't know. It was you just... recognize that he's, like, the right-hand man. Yeah, exactly. And would probably know that he's Klaus's brother, which I'm surprised Rose doesn't know. Yeah. But, but again, I think it still works i I agree it's definitely like they didn't know where they were going but it still works because i think it plays at this idea that like the originals have reached like a mythic level yeah of supernatural like they have reached like a folklorean status of like what is true what isn't nobody really knows that's true true nobody really knows them they're just like you know stefan even says it later it's like a ghost story it's like yeah. nobody knows yeah. the truth and so i think in that way you can play it off as being like that yeah um, i think that works yeah but i agree with you i think they just didn't know what they were <laughs> I think, yeah i think the real reason is yeah they didn't totally they didn't know, know but it does work to uh-huh. add to the legend the lore yeah. yeah but the one thing they do tell us which again is false actually is they say they know that klaus is the oldest vampire which oh. He's one of the oldest. He's one of, but But yeah. Rebecca is the oldest. And if we're being real, Rebecca's the one Elena should have been worrying about yeah. the whole time. <laughs> so Rebecca's yeah. the one that kills her. Yeah, true. So I just thought that was funny. I was like, nope, he yeah. is one of the oldest. He is an yeah. original, but he's but not, not even the oldest, Yeah, not even the oldest, really. So you yeah. see how these stories kind of spin over time and become like, they weasel their way down like very incorrectly. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, yeah. Stefan is in full denial. Can we oh talk about that? Stefan yeah. is just like, oh, no. Like, you know, he... He's... Elijah's dead. Yeah. <laughs> All is fine. He's like, no like, one's even laid eyes on Klaus. LOL. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Stefan. Boy, you are in for a treat. <laughs> I know. I love this on a rewatch. Like, yeah, oh, it's, it's so good on Stephen. a rewatch. And, like, and this is where he says, like, oh, you know, like... For all we know, Klaus is just a scary bedtime story. Like, yeah. you know, it's like he's totally just trying to brush this off. And he's like, you're fine. I'll protect you. You're good. Stefan is so in denial. Very he's in so, denial. Yeah. And, and like Rose is just insistent. Like Klaus is coming. He's coming. You should be afraid. Yeah. He's yeah. going to get what he wants. And he wants Elena. Yeah. Elena is just very quiet. Mm-hmm. And she just quietly gets up and says she's going to school. <laughs> and Stefan's like, oh, I'll come with you. And she's like. I know where it is. (laughs) She's like, no, you're not, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I can find my way myself. Yeah, she's feeling sassy. But yeah. yeah. I really feel for Elena in this sequence because, like, you know, earlier, like we said, there were some episodes where I think people get annoyed with Elena because she's making it about herself in a way. Like, Mm -hmm. she's framing it as her fault. And in those situations... It didn't actually seem like her fault. Like, oh, why do we know that Catherine coming back has anything to do with Elena? Why? It could be about Stefan. It could be because, you yeah. know, whatever. Like, there's a million reasons to write it off. But now it's, like, finally the confirmation that, like, oh, actually, no, this it is. is all about you. It is because it's about Elena. Yeah. yeah Catherine is here because of you. And, like, yeah. all of this is going down because you are who you are. Not by choice, but just because you're the yeah. doppelganger. Um, and Damon says when she leaves, he's like, she's in denial. <laughs> Which is funny because... Elena's really not in denial at yeah. all. Elena's way more accepting yeah, of this Stephen than anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> really in denial. denial. They're all, like, I think, besides Rose, like, Stefan and Damon yeah. both are a little bit in denial. Yeah, I think Damon's, like, at least being more proactive and being, like, oh, it's probably not that bad, but we should at but least look into let's it. let's get ahead of it, yeah. Stefan's just like, I'll protect you. Yeah. You're fine. Like, we'll Don't okay. worry about love it. Love will be enough. Like, yeah, love will be enough. It's just a scary <laughs> bedtime story. Like, yeah. I'll check in the closet, make sure there's no monsters. Like, he's fully in denial. Yeah, truly delusional. So, yeah, funny that Damon says that about Elena. Yeah. 
And then Stefan hits him with a little shut up, David, which yeah. I, I really like. Yeah, because he's the one in denial. Yeah. So he's like, he's not willing to have it called out. Yeah. But anyway, but, of course, Elena didn't want him to come to school with her yeah. because she wasn't going to school. Yeah, she was not going to school. She was, in fact, getting Caroline to take her to the tomb. Elena has asked Caroline to sort of cover for her. So they're walking towards the church, like going under the church into the ruins. And, you know, Caroline is again asking Elena, like, are you sure you want to do this? You mm-hmm. know? And Alina's like, yes, she's the only person who knows the truth. Yeah. Yeah, also. Caroline, yeah, she agrees to cover for her, but she's also clearly nervous because she's yeah. also like, Catherine is dangerous. Yeah. Um, you know, and she's she's going to let her do it, but she knows it's risky. Yep. And, you know, Alina says, like, as long as I'm behind, like, as long as I'm outside the tomb, I'm fine. Like, yeah. she can't get past that door. There's nothing she can do to me. Yeah. Um, you know, cue Catherine just coming up out of the depths, <laughs> just yep. hobbling in. And um, she gives a, hello, Alina. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, a raspy voice. She, she's had a drip of water in weeks. <laughs> I was going to say the raspy voice. It makes sense, but it's a little overkill. I just like, started laughing. I, I know I did like, too. It's like, girl. It's like, it's a little too much. Yeah. But yeah, she, yeah, she comes for, hello. Like <laughs> <laughs> she's been, I don't yeah. know. But um, yeah, so she comes forward and Catherine it, sort of, yeah. I was going to say, it's funny because Catherine is the one that dismisses Caroline then. She's yeah, like, she's goodbye, like, Catherine. Go. Caroline. Yeah. 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 So then Caroline has to leave, which you know it's funny she's like kind of reluctant but she's like "Eh, okay like i guess you're okay which i love that she trusts elena enough to like do this for her and to let her do this and elena has this huge bag at first i was like what is in this bag but she immediately starts pulling stuff out she has like a pillow for Catherine. Mm -hmm. she has like a big lantern so you know she's been sitting in the dark they had the doom door on that thing (laughs) she's been sitting in the dark for however long she's been in there yeah i didn't think about that yeah it really sucks and she brings you know i don't she has a few other things but then of course the main thing is like well, she has the book, the Petrova yeah, book. The big book, yeah. And then, of course... That they got from Isabel's office. Yeah. Yes, a call back a little yeah. bit. And then, of course, a bottle of blood. That's yeah. the thing Catherine really wants. Yeah, as soon as she sees it, Catherine is, like, up she against the, the door. Thing, she yeah. hits, like, the invisible barrier. Yeah. yeah. I would have bought the girl, like, some sweatpants, maybe a comb. I know, literally. A makeup remover wipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's in her masquerade outfit still. Yeah. <laughs> Socks. That would be yeah. miserable. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I would have brought her maybe a little something else, but a pillow is nice. It's also, so nice it's Catherine, enough. So you're like, you yeah, you're not sure anything that much for her. sympathy. Yeah. The blood is is pretty good, and also it's like clearly the best like negotiating tactic to be for like, sure. You're desiccating in there. Give me what I want, and I'll give you the blood. Like, yeah, no one else is gonna offer this to you. You're just gonna wither away. Yeah, Lena exactly. doesn't even have to say that. Catherine just knows that. And so, of course, you know, they kind of strike up the steel. Elena starts pouring out blood into a cup. Because she says, I want to know about Klaus. Yes. And Catherine's like, you've been busy. Yeah, you've been busy. (laughs) You've caught up. (laughs) Yeah. So she has these little, like, just like the little baby cups that she Mm -hmm. fills. And Elena gets a conveniently placed stick. Yeah. And, like, sort of pushes it, like, across the barrier. Yeah. To sort of give her. Give Catherine her shot. Literally, like, like, a a two tablespoon of, of blood. Yeah. Um, but of course, Catherine easily takes that, and you know this kind of opens things up. This opens mm-hmm. up the door of conversation. Um, it works. Catherine starts talking, and she says Elena has the Petrova fire, which yes. I thought was kind of nice, kind of recognizing what we're going into yeah. here. Um, the first thing she reveals is that she did have a baby. She actually did mm-hmm. have a baby as a human, um, and that it was out of wedlock, and so yeah. that baby was given away, and that's why there's no record of it. That's why nobody knows she ever had a child mm-hmm. because. 
it was kept a secret because she was not supposed to have that baby obviously frowned upon yeah exactly and she she says you know it's a long story but yeah it starts with me being banished from bulgaria yeah because she had this child and then she has sent she ends up in england mm-hmm. i really yeah. love that her backstory is that she had a baby out of wedlock and was banned from her country because that's just so like on brand like, you know, it works like, really so well i feel like the only other thing that would like work just as well as like sleeping with like a married man's like husband or something <laughs> like yeah. shamed out of the country like it's just so catherine yeah so yeah she gets banned from the country she yeah. gets kicked out of the country <laughs> not sure how that worked but okay i don't know it's the 1400s i don't know the politics of that era but it's yeah. really crazy yep and so of course she she gets out of the country she ends up in england where she really glazes over this part of the story mm-hmm. she's kind of giving the footnotes to elena she says she moved to england she met klaus there she learned what Klaus wanted from her, and then she ran like hell. Yep. That's that's the brief kind of thing she gives her. Then we cut into an England 1492 flashback. We see Catherine running through mm-hmm. the woods. She's being chased by Elijah and a pack of other random vampires. Yep. Um, and then Trevor shows up, and he points them in the wrong direction. He gets yep. them running, looking for her, and then he finds her and tells her to like go to like a cottage. They'll help her there um poor stupid trevor this guy yeah the first of many um maybe not the first but he's definitely not the last no definitely not the first definitely not the last yeah yeah, he's played a little bit and he a little bit (laughs) well he's really played in the end yeah Yeah. but at this point he's just he's just trying to help out someone he loves yeah he's He's, doing all this in the name of saving Catherine. yeah we'll see where it gets him a mistake many before yeah and Back in the present day, that's all we see in the flashback for right now. And back in the present day, Elena asks Catherine what Klaus wanted from her. And Catherine just says he wanted to break the curse. Mm-hmm. They leave it at that little like cliffhanger there for a moment. But we get all of that. And then we go back to the Salvatore house where we see Rose is sort of like crying. She's off just like sitting somewhere. And Damon comes like toward her. He starts walking toward her to try to talk to her. And he says, all right, Rosebud, like, oh, to I start love. the conversation. And I love that little, like, nickname. I just thought yeah. it was really cute. I know. I love that he calls her Rosebud. I know. I thought it was so cute. He's oh. so good with the nicknames. He is. Yeah. Love him. And, yeah, he's. they start talking about the humanity switch. And Damon is sort of saying, just flip the switch, like, if you're this upset. Yeah. And Rose does a little, like... I will if you will. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah, right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she, she's like, it might be for the best. Like, and she notices, like, she says, like, I've observed that you're literally in love with Elena, so maybe yeah. you should. Yeah. This is why I love Rose. She gets in here, she's, like, 24, yeah. like, 12 hours she's been there. She's like immediately, yeah, she's she knows immediately what's calling out Damon, like, so much shit. It's like, Bro, you do not have your emotions off, and also you're obsessed with your brother's girlfriend. Like, come on. We all know. Um, I love her. I do, too. And, you know, Damon tries to get her to help by saying, you know, how do we find Klaus? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we going to do? He's tra- He doesn't want to... We know Damon. He doesn't want to yeah. talk about this stuff. Um, and so Rose is like, well, I have to go through, like, many people. I knew a guy that knew a guy that knew a guy that knew a guy that knew mm-hmm. Elijah, and that's, like, where that ended. Yep. But he's like, okay, well, then let's go to the guy. So, of course, that's going to take them to Slater. Yeah, Slater and Richmond. And mm-hmm. Damon's immediately like, let's go. Yeah, get in the car right yeah, let's, this Let's second. ride. Yeah, and, you know, of course, Rose does a little, I can't be in the sun. Damon's <laughs> like, okay, then you drive, which <laughs> yeah. doesn't make sense till a later scene. But yeah. yeah, yeah. at the time I was like, what does that yeah, mean? Like, 
how can she drive yeah it's like i don't know what that does but. she's on fire just driving like that makes it better yeah exactly but anyway um uh, back at the school um we see you know bonnie's rolling up to school she's got her she's books, her books and she's dropping her books everywhere which of course jeremy swoops in out of nowhere and does Classic. the cute like yeah. picking the books up for her mm-hmm. They start talking, and then they're approached by a new person. He asks her out. Oh yeah, I forget that I like. (laughs) She's brushing over Bonnie and Jeremy. Jeremy asks her out. It's not like a formal like let's go on a date. It's like like, let's hang out later. Yeah, yeah. But But for a sixteen, seventeen year old, that's dating. Going to the grill. Going to the grill to play pool. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which is also funny because he's like, "Do you want to go to the grill after school to play pool?" And she says, "Why?" (laughs) So he (laughs) love her, Bonnie. It's like she's aware that they have crushes on each other but she's also not it's yeah. so funny i think she's a little in denial but for sure she covers it up and says yes but like i'm really bad at pool jeremy says i thought you might be <laughs> like, oh yeah why did you think that jeremy about that. if that were me even if i was terrible at pool i'd be like what made you think yeah that? why like, who's been talking why <laughs> yeah why did you just inherently look yeah, at me and go she's bad at pool <laughs> It's like that guy on TikTok that gives advice on like what to say to men, where it's just like tell him he looks like he can't swim. <laughs> I've that's never like, seen that. That's really oh my god, good. they're so funny. But that's like Jeremy to Bonnie right now. So you you look like you can't play pool. But before he gets to elaborate on that, of course, as you were saying, <laughs> yes. that is when the new guy at school, yes, Luca, conveniently person. appears to ask them yes. for help. Yeah, I was just too excited. I I. <laughs> I said this about a few side characters, but season two has all of the best side they characters. They have all the best. They do. And I really like Luca. He's done dirty, but like, he's I'm a dirty. big fan. I don't love him, but I don't dislike him. He's, I think he's like middle tier for me in terms of the. Yeah. He had potential, in yes. my opinion. Wasted potential, but he had potential. He's definitely wasted potential, unfortunately. Yeah. But anyway, we meet Luca for the first time. He's obviously new here and new in the show. Mm -hmm. And he asks, you know, if they know where to go to the school office. He's got to do whatever you do on your first day of school or whatever. And... You know, they they joke about him being new, which he was like, yeah, I guess I can't really hide it. It was like, yeah, it was just so weird. It's an awkward little conversation. Also, then, it's awkward because Bonnie, like, clearly looks into him and he yeah, looks into her. Yeah, there's clearly something there. They're smiling at each other. Jeremy's yep. even looking between them like, wait a second. Like, I thought she <laughs> yeah, was mine. I thought we were going to play pool later. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there, there's immediate chemistry between them. They're, like, exchanging looks. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Jeremy, not jealous, not too jealous. He yeah, offers to take, good. yeah, offers to take Luca to the office. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they, also, they go off on their Jeremy, way. Jeremy, the smiley, we talked about this last time, Jeremy being hot. I am mm. not, I'm thinking about him with a new light. And in this scene specifically, <laughs> I was like, he was smiling a lot at her. I was like, yeah, I get it. I he, do get it. This is definitely Jeremy's most attractive era. Because yeah, it goes downhill after era. that. Mm. No, no, me bad. neither. That's not me. So toxic. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Ugh. We say as Damon stands. Yeah, Ugh, the toxicity. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I hate a toxic man. <laughs> yeah, I do, really. <laughs> anyway, anyway, speaking of toxic men, <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> um, so anyway, Caroline sees Stefan yeah. trying to leave school. He's just bouncing. Yep. And she's like, Where are you going? And he says he's gonna go check on Elena. Um mm-hmm. And of course, like a good distraction that she is, yes. um, she has to give Stefan a reason to stay. This was, of course, the mission Elena gave her. Um, so Caroline, you know, conveniently throws out there mm-hmm. that she told Tyler Lockwood that she's a vampire, yeah. which was probably the one chip she could have placed to get Stefan to really 
you know, not go yep. after Elena and to instead stay there to talk to her. He's kind of like, oh, but it's yeah, like, he's, well, now I got to deal with this. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, it works. It works. It she knew work. what she was doing. Yeah. But back at the tomb, Elena is still interrogating Catherine. She's asking her, you know, what does the Petrova bloodline have to mm-hmm. do with Klaus? Like, why? Why yeah. was this part of the curse? And Catherine explains, which she doesn't know at the time, incorrect, but she explains that the doppelganger was used in the curse, which that part's correct, mm-hmm. used in the original curse. And that's why, like, nature is making up for it by continuing to make doppelgangers that could potentially break the curse. Yep. Not why we have doppelgangers. But yeah, they she is right that one of the doppelgangers was used in the yes. in the curse. Yeah, it was a way to, like, the sacrifice of the doppelganger, yes. too. This is where she reveals. It's not just, yeah. like, getting the doppelganger. It's, yeah. like, killing he was, this, the doppelganger. Yeah, he was going to drain every drop of blood from my body. Yeah. yeah. And and that is what bound the curse. And it's, it, you know, she says that it's witches and their spells. And, yeah. And their balance. Yeah. Balance. Um, and this leads us again into a flashback this time in England in the 1400s where Catherine has now found that cottage mm-hmm. that Trevor pointed her to. Um, and we see Rose behind the door yeah. that she gets into. I love Rose's long hair in the I 1400s. Know. I was too. like, Warren Cohen is just so pretty. Like She really is. She so pulls pretty. off the Alice Cullen, yeah. the, the long medieval locks. Yeah, yeah, she pulls it all off. She looks great. Yeah. Um, and so Catherine shows up to Rose and she has the moonstone. Catherine does. She's like, I just stole it and ran. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> she's like, it seemed like he would need this, so I took <laughs> Yeah. Like, she's brilliant. Um, but Rose is, of course, like, no, 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 yeah, no. She's like, what, no we're way. taking you back. Yeah, yeah, we are not doing anything with this. Yeah, And no. she's like, I don't care what Trevor's promised. You're going back. And so she locks Catherine in, like, the back room of this yep. cottage and, you know, just says, like, we're going to take you back to class and we're going to beg for mercy that he doesn't kill us just yeah. for this. And, um, you know, we cut back to this... Uh, later a little bit later Mm because it's kind of going back and forth of these um flashbacks yeah but a little bit later we see the sun has gone down rose tells her the sun's down so now we can get you back to klaus and as she's trying to grab grab catherine she Mm -hmm. realizes catherine has like a stab wound in her side yeah she's She's like bleeding. bleeding out yeah she's bleeding in the stomach yeah and so she's you know catherine is all oh well I fell in the woods and Rose is like, no, you didn't. I like, would have smelt it. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little liar, Catherine. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And Catherine's yeah. like, I would rather die than go back to Klaus, which mm-hmm. Rose should have realized because I feel like, I mean, it might have been a brutal way to die is maybe what she was trying to avoid. But like, if you were willing to die, yeah, why just kill yourself here and there? I don't know. Also, why, why do like a stab to the stomach when you could so just easily like, do anything, anything else. else? Yeah. Yeah. I, she should have realized, but she doesn't. So Rose, of course, gives Catherine blood to heal her and so that she can yeah. you know, take her back to Klaus. But unconveniently at this exact moment, Trevor arrives. Yep. Um, you know, he's saying he loves Catherine. He would do anything yeah. for her. He'd rather and, run with her than than die. Let her die. Yeah. And importantly, when Trevor comes in, Rose, like, sort of leaves the room that Catherine is in yeah. and goes out to where Trevor is, like, yep. in the entrance of the cottage. It's a true distractioning, a true yes. open for Catherine. And Catherine, yeah. Catherine, Catherine, she, oh. Yeah. She really takes advantage of it. Trevor, again, he's saying, like, I love, I love her. Like, I had to do this for her. And they hear a noise while they're sort of having this argument. And they look back and Catherine has hung herself. Yeah. She's 
you know, she's now going to turn into a vampire because she's... Yeah, she's fully in she's, transition yeah. now. Yeah. It just shows, even as a human, even as a literal 17-year-old girl at this point, yeah. Catherine is so cunning, so manipulative. She always yep. has a plan. That was so purposefully born intentional. Schemer. Yeah, born schemer. She was intentionally using both of them. Yeah. And so... Yeah, they're distracted. They find her. She's officially in transition. And Elena, modern day, hearing this story, is so shocked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she says to Catherine, like, you know, how could you do that? Yep. And Catherine says that Klaus needed a human. And as, like, a non-human doppelganger, she was useless to him. But she did, unfortunately, underestimate Klaus's need for vengeance. Yeah. And so she's had to spend all this time running. But she would rather run all this time than have just been sacrificed over a stupid rock is what yeah. she calls it which is really interesting i think it's like a weird i don't know it's like would you rather run for hundreds of years or just die i don't know it's I such mean, like a hard debate what's your quality of life yeah i feel like catherine's been living all she's right. been living yeah, she's, she's been, been living good salvatore brothers yeah she's, she's been following stefan around to bon jovi concerts <laughs> She's, she's actually we see her stalking Stefan like another in the time 20s so she's too. just been following Stefan around so like at least the last 160 or so yeah 40 so it could have been bearable yeah but I don't know I just think you're on such edge that whole time sure. like you can never yeah. settle and so yeah you know it's, but, it's a debatable yeah. thing so then back in the 1400s Rose realizes that Catherine did this all like completely manipulatively yeah, she realizes both of them. she's like girls get it yeah girls get it because trevor is still like why would you <laughs> she, do that trevor's like we could have run like yeah, it he's like i okay. would have saved you yeah i would have let you live rose is like you're a dumbass dumb. she's clearly so she, used, she used both of us like she used <laughs> you to get out and me to turn her and she doesn't care about yeah. you and so rose is like i'm gonna end this yeah she yeah she's like you just signed our death sentence and yeah Catherine says you know better you die than i yep and so then rose lunges at catherine with a stake to kill her yep and catherine oh again catherine she grabs onto there's this woman who's like cottage this probably is yeah she's the first person person who like opened the the door. door yeah and so she grabs this woman and moves her in front of her as like a human shield so that at the second rose stabs it stabs the woman instead of Catherine, yeah, and the Catherine human feeds woman. on her yeah and then Catherine perfectly leans forward and just feeds completing and, like, the transition yeah, yeah a vampire now yeah we said this is Car- when she drops the better you die yes. than i yeah we said caroline had the smoothest best vampire tra- transition i but forgot yeah i forgot Catherine. she's really yeah because she orchestrated her own yeah she like orchestrated this, her yeah. own like perfectly yeah not only the like the feeding the dying the like the actual feeding yeah. after she died and yeah, like completely each the transition piece of yeah it, like she knew what she was doing and she did it so effortlessly it could have been choreographed like yeah it's it's insane perfect and elena realizes in hearing this she's like trevor and rose have been on the run for the last 500 yeah. years trevor just died yeah, yeah trevor just died because of you Catherine's like i'm surprised he made it that long <laughs> heartless yeah literally heartless yeah um you know elena is of course elena being elena she's shocked like at how careless Catherine is being she's like how how could you not care like and Catherine just says you know i was looking out for myself and i'll always look out for myself yeah it's such an interesting debate because Catherine's ideology is just 
so opposite of Elena's. Very. Elena yeah. is like, you look up martyr in the dictionary and it's a picture of Elena. Yeah. Like, and Stefan. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. like she's just a martyr to a T and she would never die for, a, like, she would die yeah. over a stranger any day. You know, yeah. like she where's, just. Yeah. Whereas Catherine, Catherine would let would. literally anyone else die. She'd let hundreds of people die yeah. for her. She doesn't care. She, she did, has. With the tomb. Yeah. yeah. She's done so many. Yeah. She has let probably thousands of people die knowing Probably, her people yeah. are disposable to her yeah so it's interesting to see this debate between them because they again it's just so contrasted so yeah. distinctly different um then we have the parking garage and the cafe rose yes. and damon are off to find slater they pull up in their tinted car this is where you realize what he meant yeah it finally adds up <laughs> and they're in this parking garage which this is another one of those things that i really think are so interesting because yeah. Damon realizes it's a parking garage that is connected to a cafe so that you never have to go outside. You just enter from the back. Mm -hmm. So it's, of course, perfect for vampires who don't do sun. And, um, you know, it would be such an intense torture to live 500 years and have to be like, I'm going to go into parking garages. They have like, I don't know. It's just crazy to imagine living like this. But Rose is doing it. Slater is doing it. It's very interesting that they have had to live like this yeah and I, I think the only thing that makes it really manageable is they go you know through the parking garage up into the cafe and there's like sunlight it's like a very sun-filled yeah. cafe and rose explains to damon like their uv double like, tinted windows. yeah they're, yeah they're special windows that can allow them to be sitting yeah. there in the sun you'd be spending that's your whole like, day there that's the only yeah way. i would be there all hours of the waking day like yeah yeah i, I just can't know. imagine but yeah. then we see Slater, who they went to yeah. meet up with. Slater is so smart. He's so well-connected. Yeah, he doesn't have a daylight ring for some reason. Yeah, it <laughs> makes enough. no sense. He, it makes no sense. He knows everything. He's studied so many different things, which yeah. we'll get to, but yeah. I, again, I think they just want to emphasize the sun and the moon curse and show how some vampires actually do live, like, burdened by the sun. Yeah. It's not something we've had to really deal with yet. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they find Slater in this cafe who immediately recognizes Damon. Yeah. And he lists off... Like, who Damon was turned yep. by, when he turned. He even mentions that he knows about the tomb under the church. Yeah. Like, oh, did that work, Rose? And she's like, yeah, it was a good tip. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I would want to be as a vampire. Although it does, of course, get you killed to know too yeah. much. Um, it's just fun that he's this walking encyclopedia. who's just like a Rolodex of like, yeah. I know where people have turned. I know who they are. Yeah, it's really it's fun. fun. It's a fun thing. Yeah. He also, you know, asks about Trevor in the scene mm-hmm. and, you know, there's a little bit of like an exchanging of looks between yeah. him and Rose. Not and, an answer, but an understanding for sure. Yeah, exactly. An understanding. And it cuts away and it comes back. And, you know, they have clearly talked about Trevor and Elijah because, yeah. you know, again, they've, they've had a conversation off screen. They're coming in and, you know, he says he knows now about Trevor. And he was like, Trevor was a good guy. He helped me with like my dissertation on, I think, sexual deviancy in the Baroque period. Yeah. <laughs> Which launches them into, like, a whole thing about Slater having, like, 18 degrees. Yeah. And I'm like, I just know this is who I would be if I was a vampire. I wrote that down. I was like, this is how I feel when I talk to Rachel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have 15 just, degrees. Like, I've just been doing school. Yeah. Rose yeah. turns to Damon and she goes, Slater's been in school since 74. I was like, this is me about <laughs> Rachel. Yeah, that's me what go Sarah out. tells people about like, me. Rachel's been in school since 2000 and whatever. 2000 probably as a child. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Seventy-four. Yeah. yeah, and she says he's got like three masters, twelve PhDs. Yeah, like, he's got all these degrees. It's yeah. crazy, but it's like 
He's like, what else are you supposed yeah. to do with all your time? Which, honestly, I would feel the same. I'd be like, I just yeah. want to know cool stuff. Like, Yeah, he even says later he's got a theater degree, which I'm like, yeah. it's just so fun. I yeah, would go do that. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, why not? Just, like, yeah. learn and experience. And Although, doing it without ever being in the sun is crazy. That's Yeah, that seems hard. Is but. he just doing night school all the time? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I guess, He yeah. has to be. Yeah, or um, it's like the, like the University of Phoenix online or whatever. <laughs> Although that only worked like what ten years. I guess that's true. Didn't work in seventy four. So he's he's figured out somehow. Yeah. Um. As he has figured out how to talk to Elijah, because Rose says you know that Slater Mm -hmm. was the contact, and she asks Slater how he got in touch with with Elijah, or if he can get in touch with Klaus. And Slater says that he does it in Craigslist. Yep. Which is funny, but it doesn't. Of course, it's not like Elijah's answering Craigslist ads. It's like you know he puts. And a listing a person, out for something to go to something to go to something. Yeah, a person of a person, person. Yeah. Yeah, it, it works its way up to Elijah. Cut to the start of the best scene. One of the most iconic scenes. Very iconic. It's such yeah. a memorable scene. Um, we see, you know, some fancy dress shoes stepping up on the sidewalk. We see a man in a suit pull out a money clip. We see a $100 bill hit a guitar case. Yeah, where someone's, you know, they have like the case out for change yeah. to be put in it. They're playing their song. Yeah. We see a handful of coins get grabbed by said hand. Yeah. And then we see those, like, you know, the coins being kind of like rubbed Played into with. Hand. Yeah. And it's Elijah. Elijah yep. is alive. He's back. Elijah's watching them. Yep. Elijah's just got a handful of coins for some reason. Wonder why. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. back to. They're just speculating, of course. They're just yeah. kind of like Slater, Damon, and Rose are just kind of being like, oh, well, you know, like, what? what would happen if you tried to break the curse or yeah. how could you stop it and why would the curse exist and like werewolves and yeah oh i've never seen a werewolf oh i have in mystic falls like yeah classic yeah yeah they're covering a lot of good things damon also asks like a very good question like why would they want to break the curse if elijah clearly has a daylight ring like yeah why would he care and yeah they're talking about you know whether or not they can destroy the moonstone which can't they just smash it it's a rock it's I mean, a rock spell <laughs> I guess. Have you seen Harry Potter? It's not as easy as all I, that. I guess, yeah, you yeah. You gotta use a magical something or other to dispel it. Fair enough. But anyway. Anyway, so they're speculating. Yeah. And, you know, Damon's really laying it on thick of, like, I can get you a daylight ring if you help us to mm-hmm. Slater. He's like, if you help us figure out how to undo this, I'll get you a ring. Yeah. He does not have time to answer that proposal, nope. Slater, because at that moment, Elijah decides to take those coins that he has at the ready, and he tosses them in a way that like spreads them out so that they evenly hit all of the glass windows in this yep. coffee shop and shatter every single one from yep. like ceiling to floor. Yeah. And chaos, of course. Chaos, of course, ensues. Everyone is running. I'm sure like half the people in there are vampires. They're also probably burning in the sun. Yeah. If not, and people are just terrified. Yeah, people are terrified at the very least, but definitely Rose and Slater like are yeah. burning. Yeah. We don't really see much of Slater, but we see Rose is like, yeah sizzling she's looking terrible and eventually damon grabs like someone's jacket and like puts it over her face and helps her walk out yeah and he kind of looks out of the window as it's happening too you know like as if like who did that because of course it must be about them like somebody's not just breaking it's not just happening yeah 
but before you know he gets a chance to see him elijah's just gone There's yeah no one's there. there yeah um so it's very fishy so damon saves rose he takes her out to the parking garage she's she's, she's getting better the, the she's healing away. yeah she's healing um and you know he's asking her like what happened he's like blaming slater and she's like slater didn't do this he wouldn't do this it's klaus like don't you understand and she's like yep. sobbing she's really freaking out and although damon doesn't really like show much affection here he's not a very affectionate person he kind of no. just like pushes her in the car yeah i feel like you do start to see him a little warming up to her like he kind of feels bad i think yeah i think so he's definitely softening he doesn't do anything yeah significant but yeah you can tell he's kind of like just his facial expressions it's like a little bit less of like i don't know it's it's enough for him to have helped her into the car also i think her like how afraid she is of klaus doing this and that he's going to come for them like i think he sees that and he's like this is obviously real like yeah like i know she's not faking this and therefore i'm I believe her, and I'm also sympathetic towards her. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not on this like Stefan denial path. No, of, like, no. Klaus isn't going to show up. Klaus is not a real thing. He's like, like she's right. This, <laughs> this is a 500 year old vampire woman. More than that, I don't know how More, old she yeah. is. And so it's like, yeah, like clearly there is some room to actually reason to be terrified right now. Yeah. So it's a very interesting sequence. And then cut to the Mystic Girl. Um, <laughs> less interesting sequence. Less interesting. We've condensed a lot of this. This is an in order yeah, of how yeah. this happens. Because this episode is very cut back and forth between all of very this stuff. Very all over the place. So all of the stuff that's been going on at the girl, all the teens are there. I don't yep. know if nobody's going to school or what's happening. It must be after school, I guess. Well, because Jeremy and Bonnie know. said they were going to go after. But then the people that make me question is, of course, we first see Caroline and Stefan there. Mm-hmm. Stefan was going to bounce out of school. So I don't know why he waited to go to the girl until after school. But... Either way, Caroline and Stefan are at the grill. They've got a bite to eat. Um, you know, they're just talking about, um, you know, anything they can because yeah, she's Caroline's just trying up to like, anything. Yeah, she's just yeah. trying to keep him on the hook. And, you know, she's eating very slowly. That's yes. what I'll say. She's just like anything she can to keep him around. It's really like, yeah. oh, well, well, Tyler's about to turn in a couple days. What do I do about that? And he's yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah, he's clearly trying to leave and... You know, but he's he's still being polite and still talking to Caroline. And Caroline also asks him, you know, why are you being such a good friend to me? Oh, yeah. And, of course, Stefan says, you just remind me of someone, my best friend, Lexi. Yeah. And, of course, you know, Caroline wants to know more. But Stefan tries to leave. He does end yeah. up staying. But Stefan is like, I'll tell you another leave. time. Yeah. But he still stays. But yeah. I love her response to that because she says, you know, you remind me of my friend, Lexi. And she goes, oh, you yeah. have a friend? <laughs> I was like, that's what we were all thinking, Caroline. That's what we were all thinking. Stefan has no Stephen friends. Stefan a friend? Yeah, no. Shocking. I love their... They're so friendly, though. Like, clearly Caroline is his friend. Because I love also at the sequence, too, she goes, are you mad? And <laughs> Stefan goes, yes, I'm a little mad. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just funny. They've really... They have fully reached friendship status. They are, like, this yeah. This is not about, like, Elena or even helping Caroline anymore. Mm-hmm. This is just... They're just friends. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he tries to leave, but he's like, okay, I gotta help I you guess play I'm this staying. full moon now, yeah. I guess. Um, also at the girl is, of course, Bonnie. She mm-hmm. got there first, and she sees Luca and his dad, who, you know, she gets introduced to as Dr. Martin. Mm-hmm. They invite her to sit with them, join them for a little bit. And she sits down, and the conversation is a little funny, because it's so awkward, first of all. So weird. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Martin is, you know, just asking her a little bit about, you know, what's going on, and realizes her last name is bennett and he's like oh do you have any family in salem i did my residency there yeah (laughs) but he's like yeah actually i do and he's like small world yeah i love that it's like the (laughs) witch's signaling card to be like do you have family from salem 
<laughs> wink wink it's such a reach like it's like okay yeah, come on little, this is a little unbelievable also it's a little obvious because if i were sitting there as a human i'd be like oh you guys witches yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's like such True. an obvious reference there was no True. more subtle way to be like i yeah. don't know are you a witch a feeler there but luca does say later he's like my dad's not very subtle about that no so we'll come back around to that but for now jeremy does show up mm-hmm. um kind of gives bonnie an out and Bonnie, as she's leaving, she puts her mm-hmm. hand on Luca's shoulder, clearly to fill him out. We've seen this before of like the... The touch. Yeah, the touch. You can tell the what's going on. Touch, yeah. Trying to get the sense. And clearly that's what she's doing is like getting those feelers. Um, a little bit later, we see Bonnie and Jeremy. They have fully escalated to like real flirting. Like they're yep. playing pool. They're nudging each other. Yeah. You know, they're very flirtatious. Um, Jeremy's making fun of Bonnie because she scratches yep. on the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, Less flirty, more awkward is Luca. Yeah, who Luca, shows up. Yeah, Luca just comes up. He wants to play the winner, and Bonnie's just kind of standing there, like, yeah, clearly it's just awkward. like weirded clearly out, like tense. Yeah, it's a weird scene. Which I definitely think it's like you know she's obviously picked up on the fact that they're magic, and so she just doesn't really trust them. She's not yeah. sure what to think. So clearly she's like, Mm-mm, I'm not cozy yeah. up with you, buddy. But, of course, like, nothing really happens. For some reason, they just cut away from this. Yeah. And then later, we come back to it, and Bonnie's just sitting down, like, she has, like, a drink or whatever, and Jeremy's playing with somebody else. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm not sure. I guess <laughs> they, they didn't let Luca play winner either. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. Yeah. Or he already won, or he already played him and lost. So I don't know. Jeremy's moved on to somebody else. Yep. I don't know. Either way, Jeremy and Bonnie are making flirty little looks at yep. each other. She's watching him play pool. Yeah, clearly, the vibes are just so there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Luca comes right up to Bonnie to talk to her and you know he's he says this is where he says like sorry my dad's not so subtle about like the whole salem question um and he reveals because bonnie's like you're Mm -hmm. a witch he's i'm a warlock (laughs) i just hated that yeah he's well he's like he pours while he's talking to bonnie he pours the salt on the table and he like makes it levitate and then drops it which is kind of cool and that's kind of fun and you know he says you know my she bonnie asks you know are you and your dad witches and mm-hmm. he says like we prefer the term warlock which first of all cringe yeah Second, cringe do we ever even hear no that word else, used no. ever again no like, one ever like, not even in originals like never no, again tons of witches yeah especially male witches yeah. like there's no never. Other male witch i can only think of one other male witch. well i guess two i can think of no i can think of like five now i was gonna say i it. can think of at least two or three or yeah. yeah, I can think of five now that I'm thinking about it. There's lots of male witches, but a lot of them are the heretics and those things, so it doesn't really yeah. come up, are the Gemini. Um, so they kind of have their own distinctions. But, like, even in originals, nobody's like, I'm a warlock. I'm yeah. not a witch. No, that's weird. So weird. So already the yeah. ick from that. Um, yeah, yeah, big ick. Uh, Luca could have been in my top tier, but he said that. <laughs> he brought him down to middle. The salt thing was cute, though. He, like, floats the salt. That was good, yeah. It's a, that was good. That, there was some risk, but then he just completely it dropped it. It reminds me of Bonnie's, like, feather thing, too. Yeah, it's like yeah. A floating step. It's That's a good a little, good like, parallel, yeah. Um, And so we cut away from that. Cut back later, a lot later. Mm-hmm. Poor Jeremy, he's playing pool. He looks over again to see Bonnie. He's trying to do that cute eye contact thing again. Bonnie is just not looking. She is in warlock land. She yeah. is just staring at this guy and they're just chitter chatting. Yeah, they're, you can tell they're really getting along. They're chatting. Yeah, yeah, they're bonding. It's just a quick scene, but yeah, you can see there's a connection there. Yeah. Yeah. Still um, at the grill somehow. Yeah, she's really, she's good at her job. Yeah, Caroline knows what she's doing. Unfortunately, Stefan also knows what she's doing by this point yeah. because, yeah, obviously, Stefan and Caroline are still here. And Stefan is like, okay, I am leaving. Like, yeah. you are not going to stop me. I'm leaving. Yeah. And 
you know, Caroline does try to stop him again. And Stefan, I just love the way they talk to each other. I think it's just very funny. Like, they yeah. are very clearly friends. He's like, no, you have two seconds to come clean. Like, tell me right now. And Caroline's like, what do you mean? <laughs> Caroline, or Stefan's like, you know, I'd believe you if, like, your whole thing that we always make you do wasn't distraction. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately... I know you're distracting me. Like, where's where's Elena? Yeah. Yeah, it's so good that I believe the innocence if you weren't yeah. known for just distraction on command. Yes. Like, <laughs> Which I also love that they keep doing that, like, throughout oh, the rest of the show. That's what I wrote down, too. It was like, yes, obviously she did it to Elena for Catherine. Yeah. You know, now she's doing it to Steph. But she does it to Klaus, like, every two seconds. Every time they need to do something with Klaus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just always coming up. It's her classic move. Yeah. Um, And so, of course, you know, Caroline doesn't immediately confess. She's pretty good about about just being like elena is fine i wouldn't let elena put yeah. herself in danger and stefan's like in danger like why would she be yeah. in danger and then he's like she's with damon isn't she <laughs> he's so annoying Stefan. shut up <laughs> just shut up but yeah no caroline's like no he's yeah, not with damon like not, she's not, not with damon. damon also why it's would that fine. be so bad if she was with yeah, damon chill she's obviously they would be trying to find answers about the yeah relax like, yeah it's not like she'd be hooking up with him right now like yeah i don't know what he's thinking so caroline's like gross no yeah <laughs> and stefan is like well then where could she be like i don't understand like aren't we friends caroline's yeah. like stefan we are friends but i'm also friends with exactly Elena. She's a good friend. Yeah, that's the important message here. It's like, yeah, we are friends, but like she asked me to do this for her and I'm doing Yeah, it for I'm her. also her friend. Yeah. So Stefan gets mad and storms <laughs> he out. He just leaves. <laughs> yeah, he's being a little dramatic. It's like, I get it that like Elena is, she was kidnapped the other day. Like she's True. actively in danger. But also like, I don't know if, if you're being so overprotective to the point where she has to keep secrets from you in order to do the things she feels she needs to do. Yeah, not good. Yeah, you should maybe take that and learn from that. That feels yeah. a little like a signal buddy but whatever stefan stefan not not the most clued in but yeah yeah Yeah, so he storms off we'll we'll see him in a little bit but Mm -hmm. right now back at the tomb elena is you know she's still getting these answers from catherine and she asks catherine you know how much of this is actually true Mm -hmm. and catherine tells her like i have no reason to lie i'm i'm locked up in here i have nothing to do but sit here and like yeah oh i think i i I wrote down the line actually i have no reason to lie elena i have no reason to do anything but sit here and read and rot and i wrote that down because i was like me for real yeah that's so me (laughs) i'm always sitting here reading and rotting honestly same (laughs) but yeah anyway yeah she's just chilling reading her book she's hanging yeah yeah exactly she's just hanging out so she's telling the truth and elena also realizes you know the reason that Catherine came back to mystic falls in the first place is so she could be the one to hand Elena over to Klaus and sort of get her freedom. Yeah, Elena yeah. is really putting things together the scene. Since Kevin's kind mm-hmm. of given as much information as she seems willing to give. Yep. Um, she's not lying, but she's also, she knows way more than she's telling. Of, of course, yeah. Um, and so Elena's kind of left to just like, go over this and so yeah she realizes that you know Catherine came back because she wants to hand elena over to mm-hmm. klaus for her freedom she wants to make a deal yeah she also realizes that mason must have been sent to get a moon the moonstone for Catherine for yep. this Catherine's like correct like keep going yeah keep keep adding it up <laughs> and then of course elena realizes like well there'd be no reason to make tyler lockwood a werewolf so you must need a werewolf too yep and Catherine's again, like, oh, yep. Yep, keep, keep going. going. And so she's like, so you need the Moonstone, a doppelganger, a werewolf. And then Catherine kind of starts to reveal, too. She's like, yeah. a vampire. And then Catherine's like, 
caroline yep and then she says a witch and i was thinking bonnie <laughs> yep yeah mine mine fell through but bonnie can work yeah yeah and you know again yeah she re- reveals it's like bonnie and caroline and Catherine says she likes the poetry of it i love that i know i do love that too and i do love the poetry of it and elena is like are you kidding me you were really just gonna like hand us all over like what and Catherine, of course referencing her earlier line says mm-hmm. Better you die than I. Yeah, better you than I. Iconic. It's so good. And it really is. I just love the symmetry of being like, yep, I was going to give over Tyler, Elena, yeah. Caroline, Bonnie. Yep. Might as well just hand over Matt just for funsies. Just a pre-snack. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, he can well. be involved and in, he could get killed. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Trevor and Rose were also probably going to die. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. Better all of them die than yeah. I. Oh, easily. Catherine's like take whatever you want klaus as long as it's not me and not yeah. stefan we're good yeah <laughs> that's true yeah leave stefan which yeah Catherine like sort of slinks back into the tomb she's she's done with elena she's had enough mm-hmm. but stefan comes down he, you know he finds <laughs> he's elena yeah he's pieced it together he tells elena of course caroline didn't tell me you were down here i just figured it out yeah where would you go that you'd have to hide from me and exactly. wouldn't want me to know and could kind of be in danger yeah um and St- and stefan's all mad he's like don't listen to Catherine. she's a liar again in denial yeah totally in denial which he's not wrong Catherine is totally a liar but also like that doesn't mean it's not worth asking her some questions yeah um and you know he's like you don't need to worry like Catherine's such a liar all right and stefan says that he won't any let anything happen to elena and elena's like that's that's the problem like yeah. you won't let anything happen to me to the point where you will get yourself killed and yes. like i'm not willing to risk that um it's a great point because it's exactly it's true yeah, yeah it's true it's exactly what could happen and so you know stefan again the serious denial yeah. and elena i think was right to go to Catherine. like Catherine oh would definitely give so much valuable information i feel like it's undeniable that this was worth it yeah they know now everyone needs to be involved in this ritual like yeah it's not just elena yeah sacrificed it's exactly the vampire could be anybody but tyler is really tyler is pretty much the only werewolf yeah Yeah. and then bonnie being the only witch in town it's like if klaus comes in expecting her to do the spell like she's screwed so yeah it's definitely like a okay this is a bigger thing and it's really good that they know that now yeah um Speak of the devil, Catherine appears, yep. and she reveals that they didn't even get to hear the best part of the story. There's a yeah. little bit more. Yep. Um, we cut to, in 1492, newly vampire-turned-Catherine arrives home in Bulgaria to find her entire family has been slaughtered yeah. by Klaus. Yeah. Seems like even more than just her family. Like, there are dead bodies as soon as she pulls up to the village. Yeah. And then she goes inside and she sees both of her parents. And I do think she says at some point that her whole village was slaughtered. I think she does. Yeah. What happened. Yep. And then she cries over her mother's body. Yeah. And it's so devastating to see her with her mother just sobbing like that. Um, And so Catherine warns Elena that escaping Klaus will lead to the death of her friends, her family, and everyone she has ever loved. Yep. Like, it's just, there's no avoiding that. And that shakes Elena. That's, like, Elena's literal worst nightmare. Yeah, exactly. That is, like, what Elena's whole mission so far is, like, yeah, like we were saying, no she's a martyr. Else. Yeah, making yeah. sure no one else gets dragged into this. Yeah. And so Catherine says that the only way to stop this from happening is the moonstone. Yeah, of course. Which Stefan latches onto that immediately. He's like, there it is. That's, that's the yeah. whole thing. You spun this whole lie just so we'd have to come in there and get that from you. Yeah. And which, it's he's a little right but he's like being way psycho yeah, about it i was gonna say he's being a little extra a little crazy about it but yeah. like 
she is kind of lying. Like, I don't really see what them getting the Moonstone will yeah. necessarily do. They could dispel it to make the, like, curse no longer be able to be broken. But, like, Klaus is still going to kill them for that. Like, that's yeah. not something that's just going to, oh, he'll forget now. Like, yeah. He'll just let you guys go. <laughs> yeah. But also, could they dispel it? Like, I mean, we Maybe. see. I don't know. The thing we see in a scene that's about to come up makes me think you can't actually do it. But I don't know. It's hard to say because yeah. I don't know if anybody, no one in our circle is powerful enough to dispel it, I think is part of the yeah, thing. Yeah, true. Um, maybe they could. But again, like if you did, then like. You're Klaus still going to die. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. It's not like he's just going to be like, well, you followed my plan. I guess I better leave. Like oh, he killed yeah, Catherine's no. whole village just because yeah. she turned into a vampire. Like, you know, I think Catherine knows, like. Catherine knows Klaus, I think, better than this. And mm-hmm. so I do think Stefan's right in pointing out that this is the lie because she goes on to what I think is a lie. She's like, yeah. Oh, I don't want to get let out of the tomb because yeah. when Klaus comes to kill all of you, I'm going to be the one who's safe, locked up in the tomb where no vampire is going to come in yeah, because no. they won't be able to leave. That's such a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. That's easily a lie. A little tomb spell is not going to stop Klaus. Like, yeah. No, absolutely on. not. Yeah. He'll just... He could find a million ways around that. Yeah. yeah. He'd easily find a witch to break it and get in and kill her. Yeah. He'd stand at the door with the fence posts and throw them yeah. in until Catherine died. Like, yeah. it's not going to stop him. Yeah, no. Or he'd, yeah, he'd send a human in there to kill her. I don't know. Like, it's Klaus. Like, Catherine knows that that's not going to do anything. Yeah. She's totally just bluffing to try to get them to, like, yeah. think she has some upper hand that she does not have. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I think this is... Cla- Stefan is a little right and being like, okay, now she's lying. But he thinks she's lying about the whole thing. Just yeah, which, no. So, lying Catherine. We'll stay in the gym yeah. for now. Yeah. Um, Stefan does take Elena home back to the Gilbert house. Mm-hmm. And she really starts to break down. Like, the fact that this is exactly what she feared, that this is all just because yeah. of her and this is just about her. It's not because Catherine came to town. It's yeah. not because Stefan came to town. It's just because Elena is Elena. Um, that's like her worst nightmare. This yeah, is, like this we is said, what she's it's been like, trying to avoid. Yeah. Yeah, it's the thing she's been fearing. And Nina is so good at the delivery here. I really yeah. like, was feeling my eyes like prickle a little bit yeah. when I was watching this scene. I just, I felt so moved for her about, you know, the saying yeah. like, this is all my fault. It's just so devastating. Yeah, no. She does, she does it really well. This is a scene where Stefan is also like almost on the brink of crying, but he's not doing it quite as well. Now yeah. that you questioned me about, <laughs> about <laughs> Stefan's crying in the last episode or a couple episodes ago, I'm like, now I see. Now you feel more critical. Of yeah, I'm crying. like, okay, it's not it's not quite as good. I stand by the one I said, but in this one, I'm like, not quite as good. Yeah. I don't mind this one as much as the other one, because the other one was the full lip quiver. Well, yeah, this, one's, yeah, full, this one's like, a little more subtle. The full but... baby eyes. This yeah. one's more subtle. But yeah, I, I mean, the other thing, too, is like it just feels unjustified in a way, because Stefan's in such denial that you're like... Exactly. I'm like, Stefan, save it. Yeah. Why save, it, yeah. save it, sister. Save it, sister. Yeah. Yeah, so... But anyway. anyway Stelena yeah. crying. What's new? Yeah. They're both crying. They hug. They're both upset. And then playing over their scene and then playing into the next scene is amen oh man very emotional like i don't know just the song is it's really really it's It's very moving it's very it's very moving yeah it's it's, very sentimental yeah very like wistful yeah yeah it definitely covers like the set of emotions that i think fits both the like elena's breakdown into Mm -hmm. what is the next scene is kind of Catherine's like breakdown in a way um 
Catherine, she still has that Petrova book. She still has the lantern from Elena. Yeah. So she at least isn't sitting in the dark with nothing to do or think yeah, about thank anymore. thank God. Um, and so now she's just like flipping through that book and she finds a sketch of her parents and herself and she yeah. just kind of looks at the sketch of her mother and like, you know, rubs her like hand along it. Yeah. Know, like, she's kind of like tenderly looking at the sketch of her mother. Yeah. Yeah. And she, we pan to Catherine's face and we see like, her eyes are welling up, but mm-hmm. not spilling over. Like, yeah. which I feel like is such like a hard thing to do, like to just yeah. get your eyes glassy but not actually cry. Yeah, but yeah, it's very emotional. I like. I think I cried when I, Catherine did. I teared <laughs> so, like, up. Catherine, I was, yeah, yeah. Catherine like just welled up a little bit, but I think I had some spillage. I think I had some tears flow some over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting because, like I said, my eyes started prickling in the Elena scene when Elena yeah. is sobbing. That's Elena's, true. Elena's like full on crying, but then when it got to the Catherine scene and she like. Even in this dark private tomb, wasn't allowing herself to cry over yeah. this. That's when I started actually crying. Yeah. It's interesting, the contrast there of, like, Elena to Stefan full-on sobbing about what's going on versus Catherine, who's, like, still not even in the privacy of her yeah. tomb, not allowing herself to even, like, shed one tear. Um, and how the emotions of those are, like, yeah, it's just so different. And it's, yeah. It's, yeah, I, I did cry for Catherine. It was, yeah. I've seen it a thousand times. And I know. Still, like, I feel so bad. Her I mother. Know. Yeah. Um, also, the lyrics of the song, like, Will I See Your Face Again? Oh, yeah, it it's really so, fits. Yeah. They're so good at picking the songs that fit the They moments, really are. This is a good one. Um, then we ended off at the Salvatore house. This scene is uh, a little cut up. So at first, yeah. we had seen Damon. He's drinking. He's staring at the fire. He's clearly upset. And, um, you know, it's not been a successful day. They basically yeah, got no. nothing out of this. Yeah. And got almost Rose died. rattled. Yeah, they yeah. got rattled. That's all they got. So Rose shows up and she apologizes. She's like, Slater didn't do this, but I'm sorry that like this happened. Mm-hmm. And she, Damon acknowledges. He's yeah, like, he's I like, know. I believe you. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe you. And I believe that, you know, this was something else. Um, and Rose says that Damon reminds her of Trevor. Yeah. Which is very sweet. But also he's like, he makes this face. It's like, yeah, he's like, heck? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah don't why take him? that as a compliment. And he does say, why him? Yeah. And Rose says, you know, because he was always, like, working an angle. He was mm-hmm. always kind of up to something. But deep down, he was the best friend that anybody could ever have. And, um, of course, that got Trevor killed. So Damon's yeah. not that flattered by that. Yeah. Um, but it is sort of an accurate comparison. Um, and then this leads them to talk about caring and about how caring gets you dead. Because that yeah. is what they say is, you know, that got Trevor killed. Yep. And, um, you know, they say, maybe you should switch off your emotions and Damon says, well, I will if you will. Yeah. Throwing her line from earlier back at her. Yeah. And of yeah. course, this leads to a great make out. Yeah, of classic. course. Of course. Yeah. They, of course, start making out. And then back towards back at the end of the episode, we see, you know, they are sort of laying there. They, yeah. It's shirts, implied. Shirts yeah. off. Blanket Close covers on top. Shed. Yeah. yeah. And the scene comes in and sort of picking up where the earlier scene had left off, Rose says, you know, it's a lie. There's no, there's no switch you can turn off. Maybe when you're like a new vampire for the first yeah. hundred years or so. Yeah. But after that, it, it's, there's not really any switch. Yeah. It's so interesting. We've talked about the vampire switch so many times. It's such an interesting like kind of piece in that debate yeah. of like, we've never seen an original turn, you know, their humanity off. Yeah. So like, I think there is some validity to saying after 200 years, can't really switch it off. Yeah. But I know. We'll, we'll have a whole special episode. Yeah, I really I think, think it should a, be a whole special. There's so there's much, so to, much say. to say about the humanity switch. And I think this Rose scene is like really what provides so much interest into yes. that topic. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So they're just talking about that when Rose gets a call from Slater, mm-hmm. you know, who confirms like he got out. He's alive. He's fine Um. for now. 
And, you know, he says he's going to look into the curse, that he Mm -hmm. thinks he's already found a way that he can stop the curse. You would need to get the moonstone and you would need to get a witch. And all you have to do is give it to a witch. They'll be able to figure it out. Don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. Um, They'll be able to dispel the the moonstone so that you can no longer perform the ritual. Yeah. And, Um, yeah, Slater is very, very, like, clearly trying to say, like, can you get someone to get the moonstone? Like, can you get the moonstone? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rose, like, looks at Damon. And Damon's like, yeah, get the moonstone. Yeah, we, yeah, it. we got it. Yeah, we got it. And they confirm for Slater that they get the moonstone. And then Slater hangs up pretty quickly. That's yeah. basically the end of the conversation. Yeah, on Damon and Rose's end. And then yes. the reveal. He hangs up. And like last episode, we get that big cliffhanger of last time it was that Elijah mm-hmm. couldn't be killed just by like a regular stake in the heart. Yep. And this time their big great ending reveal is that Elijah can compel another vampire. Yep. And so he, of course, compelled Slater to make that phone call to say all of those things. And Slater's even saying in this point, he's like, a vampire can't compel another vampire. Yeah. And Elijah's like, well, I'm a special vampire. Yeah. And, and, and Slater asks, you know, is it because you're an original vampire? Mm-hmm. And Elijah's like, mm. like yeah. he doesn't say either way. Which, yeah, he's not going to tell him. Yeah. Which is because the next thing he compels him to do is take a stake and drive yeah. through his doesn't own matter. heart. Yeah. So, yeah, why give him any answers? He's going to die. Um, so, of course, Slater dies in that moment by staking himself. And then, just to top it off, another yeah. big reveal. Wild. Yeah. Out of, like, the kitchen, the shadows, whatever, mm-hmm. Dr. Martin, who was yep. at the grill with Bonnie, Luca's father, the witch, he comes out and it's revealed like he's working with Elijah. Clearly, yeah. this is all this sneaky way, the sneaky plan to get Damon to go retrieve the moonstone, yep. give it to Bonnie, who's, of course, not going to know what to do and is going to ask these new witches in town she just met, yep. Luca and uh, Dr. What's-His-Face, Martin, yeah. and ask them for help. So it's a great ploy on, on Elijah's yeah. part. It's a great it's a great set of reveals. He's totally got this thing like worked out. Yeah, he really does. And he says, at the, to close off the episode, he says, won't be long now. Yeah. So, pieces are coming together. Yeah. And it won't be. Things, yeah. are, things are moving. Things are moving. Yeah. Um. But, so that's where we leave the gang for this episode. Yeah. As for deaths for this episode, we have Slater, who was killed by... Stake in the heart. Stake in yeah. the heart. I don't know if we want to say I Elijah. I think it's Elijah. He compelled okay, him to yeah. do it. Yeah. So Elijah kills Slater. Back in 1492, Klaus kills. Oh yeah, Klaus everybody. Probably some of his family, maybe like some of his. Maybe Elijah helps him, but we'll say Klaus. Yeah, I think kills Klaus. all of Catherine's village. <laughs> yeah, of course. You love yeah, when the no. in memoriam is a whole village. Yeah, a whole village killed by Klaus. Yeah, iconic. I love him. Yeah, he really is iconic. Catherine obviously takes her own life, and then I don't know if we want to say she also kills the woman, like in the cottage. Or if Rose kills her. I think it's Catherine's fault. I was thinking, yeah, yeah. it's Catherine's fault. Catherine feeds on her, so I feel like that probably yeah, is what does Catherine. it. Yeah, I think it's Catherine. Yeah, so lots of deaths. Most done by Klaus, just yeah. because. He's so, Klaus, yeah, just yeah. a whole village, yeah. But he hasn't even appeared yet, and he's already taken... He's already taken so many lives. He's already got the highest head count so yeah. far. <laughs> yeah, true. With a, with no appearance. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, lots of death. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then on the opposite end is out of pocket. I, again, did not have an out of pocket. I was no. like, it's just such a good episode. I don't yeah. know. The only out of pocket that comes to mind is Luca just randomly trying to like bond with Bonnie and being like, I'll take winner. And like, yeah, it's not even really out of pocket. It's just weird. I'm just like, eh. I guess would have done differently is what it is for me. Yeah, I think there would have been a better way to introduce him. We could go with that because I also didn't have anything. Yeah. But yeah, they could have, I think, introduced Luca in a little bit more of a smooth way. 
Yeah, which I guess part of it is that he's not trying to be smooth. He's obviously True. part yeah. of this ploy. So it is also still they're teenagers. Well. Like it yeah. would be weird. Yeah. Yeah, but. it would be. And he's crashing it like a first date. Of course, it's awkward. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I it's don't like, know. it's hard because Rose is probably my favorite episode. So I was like, yes, perfect episode. No notes, yeah. no out of pocket. This one, not that it's not. It's an amazing episode. Um, but I'm like, do we want to do two? I know, no two no notes. Back? Well, I'm actually starting to worry we're going to have like more with no notes. Like, I, I feel know, like it's only going to get best. worse from here where there, it's less teen drama and like it's yeah, so serious. That's true. So maybe this category will be done away with soon, but I don't know. I think there's always things I would do slightly differently. True. And for me, it's Luca this time. I'm we like, can go Luca. We I would have been more subtle. Yeah. But. <laughs> true. Yeah. No, we can go with Luca for now. We'll see. Uh, we'll give we'll Luca see. ours. Not out of pocket, but would have done a little differently. I would have yeah. acted differently at least. Yeah. No, I think that works. And I think... As for quote, the best quote of the episode, I think obviously I have to give it to Better You Die Than I. That was my Catherine. first nomination too. Yeah, I was like, it, it's it's Catherine, Better You Die Than I. Yeah. Um, I also liked Catherine's Witches and Their Spells. So many ingredients. So many people to sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, I that, that was, was a fun, fun too. Yeah. Um, and then I, of course, loved Elijah's I'm a Special Vampire. Yeah, that was But I fun. think it has to go to Catherine for Better, better you die, die than, than I. I. It's just such an iconic, such a memorable. She gets to say it twice. So yeah, it's, like, it's literally like her ethos. Like she yeah. literally lives her life by that code. Like, she really yeah. does. It's Catherine's whole thing. Yeah. Um. Now we have the best song for this mm-hmm. episode. I have to say, I think there were a few songs because they're at the grill, so there's always songs playing. Yeah. But there's one song that's such a clear standout, and I really enjoyed this one. It's yeah. so moving. It I has think to we be have the winner. to be saying the same. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's, I'll let you say it. Okay, I'll say it. The winner is Amen Omen by Ben Harper. Yeah. So good. Like, the lyrics fit perfectly. The vibe. like Yeah. So emotional. Everything. It's so Vampire Diaries. You know, the emotional, yeah. the moving, the dramatic. It, it's very... What you think of when you think of songs yeah. from this show. Um, and it works perfectly with, I think... Of course, the Damon and Rose talking about emotions and then the Stefan and Elena talking about, like, guilt and it being your fault. Mm-hmm. But then more so with Catherine looking at the photo of her mother. I think that's the moment where the song really, like, hit me, at least. Yeah. So, best song of this episode, so Amen, good. Omen by Ben Harper. I will be adding that song to our best yeah. song playlist. We have a playlist where we have all of our winners of best song of every episode. So, you can go listen to that linked in our various bios and descriptions. You can also find there our TikTok and our Instagram where you can go join the conversation about various Vampire Diaries episodes through memes, clips from the podcast, etc. And you can listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can watch the video version on YouTube if you're not already. So join us next week for season two, episode ten, The Sacrifice. Yeah. Not much to say about that one. Just a little a little <laughs> Elena Rose bonding time. That's all that sticks out right now. Uh there's a lot to talk about. We'll have a there's good time on that. There's a lot to talk about, but the big thing I feel like is Elena yeah. and Rose. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff in this part of the season. So really excited yeah, to no- get to that one. Yeah, nothing bad from here on out, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So we hope we see you next week for yeah. the sacrifice. Thanks for watching or listening to this one. Bye. Bye.